Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week, once again, we are remote. Um, Johnny is still... He, he's in Mexico, I think, still. I don't really know. He's he's not here. That's all I know. Uh, but uh, Beer is here, fresh off a of COVID scare. Uh, <laughs> no COVID, though. Uh, which is good. And then we got Nick here looking very healthy, might I, might I add. Um, but yeah, so we're going to do, uh, we got some sports talk, we got timeout. And then this week's rank is an old school one where I get four topics and then we rank them. Uh, without any further ado, let's get right to it. Let's take it from the, uh, from the tippy top there. Budget presents Beer League. Okay, guys, welcome back. This is usually the point where I ask how everyone else is doing, but I got to go first. I've had one odd day. Let's hear it. It's been a very odd day. So um, I don't even know if you guys know this, but I have a lot of warts on my feet. I have about 12. Oh, wow. So I've been like talked into like dealing with them. They don't bother me. They're just like warts, but everyone's like, oh, you got to get them looked at, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, fine, we'll go. So I go to the podiatrist. I sit down last week and the guy's like, hey, you got two options. You could either get the surgery or this new thing called Swift. And I was like, hey, doc, shoot it to me straight. What's the difference? He's like, well, the surgery, you know, it's a surgery. We're going to numb your feet. We're going to cut out the warts. Uh, you will be off your feet for three to four weeks. I'm like, all right, how do you stand it? Like, well, Doc, what's this SWIFT? He's like, the SWIFT is a procedure where we use this microwave and it like heats up your foot. No pain, no healing, no nothing. So I was like, wow, Doc, it sounds too good to be true. He's like, I know, right? It's revolutionary technology. And I'm over here like, well, it's 2021. Uh, you know, back in the day, I thought you just froze these things off. I guess now they got this microwave. So I get into the podiatrist's office today. I sit down, and it's just screams. It's just people are just screaming, and I'm like, ah, like what's going on? Like someone's probably getting you know something done. Like, oh, that sucks. So they bring me into the room. They start asking me a couple questions. They're like, what brings you in here today? I was like, oh, it's my first Swift treatment. And they're like, yeah, that's uh, what the guy's getting in the other room. I was like, the guy that's <laughs> mfing everyone and screaming. He's like, yeah, and I was like, why? And he's like, oh, the pain. I was like, but I thought it doesn't hurt. So he's like, well, you know, it shouldn't hurt. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. I'm like, what do you mean it shouldn't hurt? Like, why does it hurt him then? He's like, I think he's just, you know, you know, he, he just wasn't ready for it. And I was like, yeah, because no one knows what it is. So explain it to me. And I was like, is it going to hurt? And the guy was like, well, you have a tattoo. It hurts less than a tattoo. And I was like, okay. Um, but I saw the guy go in there and he had a bunch of tattoos and he's screaming bloody murder. So I was like, right now your hypothesis is not checking out. <laughs> so doc comes in, he's like, Hey, you got like these, uh, pretty advanced planter awards. 
the guy in the next room, we had him on three. We're going to have you on six and ten. And I was like, <laughs> oh, <gosh>. what? <laughs> and I was like, does it hurt? And he's like, honestly, it's going to be completely fine. So the guy does it, and it's like they got to hold it onto you for four seconds and eight seconds. So he does the first one, like the very first word. He does it, and I just, like, kick my foot up. It hurt so bad. It is hands down the worst pain I've ever felt in my life, and I've had six surgeries in my life, including my gallbladder, colon, uh, fucking my appendix exploding, uh, my gallbladder, uh, my fucking Meckles diverticulum pumping acid into my lungs. Like, this is the worst pain I've ever felt. So he's like... He's like, you got a lot of warts. I'm like, you have to do this for each wart? Like, yeah. <laughs> so we're like doing it. And I'm, I didn't swear. I like barely flinched. But like inside, I was just like, <clears throat> you know what I'm talking about? And so then he gets to like one of the big ones. And he's just like, we got to do this. He's like, we can't even do the warm up one. We just got to go straight to eight seconds on the highest level. And I was like, well, give me a second to prepare for that. I'm going to need some. And then he tells me, he's like, well, the, the machine has a really short charge. We have to do everything in 20 minutes. <laughs> I was like, that is something you got to tell people. Like, what do you mean? And so he does the big one. Oh my God. I almost kicked him in the face. Cause it's like so hard for this to like, it, it, it feels like, dude, I've never had something like this. I've had someone accidentally put a cigarette out on me. It didn't feel this bad. Tattoos look like a joke. I'll get one of my, I, I don't know, my forehead. I don't think it would hurt as much. I get double ditches at a time. Uh, <laughs> then he gets on the other foot, and I have my biggest one there. He cranks it up to max, and I'm like, I don't think you should be doing this. I don't think this <laughs> thing should go to max. And then he's like, we got to do this one for 10 seconds. And I just go, we're done. I was like, we're done. Here. He's like, what? And I was like, yeah. I, I, I was like, Doc, I cannot take that. For 12 seconds. I could not take it on the highest thing for 12 seconds. I was like, I literally can't. And he's like, well, if you finish it, the next time it's gonna, it doesn't hurt as much. And I go, there's no way that could be true because you told me that it wasn't going to hurt at all. Like, how would it hurt less <laughs> if it's the exact same treatment? He's like, well, you'll know what you're expected. And I said, it feels like I'm getting shot. That's how hot it is. I was like, who can prepare themselves to being shot? And so he's like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, I honestly, I want to leave here and never come back. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, well, do you want to do the surgery? I was like, not really. I feel like you guys lied about this whole situation. You weren't very truthful. And I want to find another podiatrist. So he like, like keeps me in the room and he like still has the Swift machine in his thing. I literally am like flaying my feet because he's still like his hand in my foot. And I was like, if you <laughs> put like... this thing on me, I'll, tur I'll turn it on you. I'll go to prison for this. Fuck that. <laughs> um, they also told me that there's no uh, recovery time and your foot feels completely fine. You tell that to my feet right now because I feel like I'm walking on a bed of fucking nails. I'm trying not to swear. My dad told me I swear too much on this podcast. I've been very good about not swearing the last couple episodes, but fuck that. This hurts so much. So <laughs> I, I feel like someone is taking a blowtorch with rusty needles. I feel like I need a tetanus shot. For every step I take. So, yeah, I'm heated. I'm hot. Uh, Lincoln Park, podiatry, you're no good. You're no good. You lie, and I don't like you. Yeah, I'm not going to you again. 
the doctor was a nice guy. You just you lied to me. So I've had a shitty day. So I'm gonna have a bush latte. Wow. Yeah, so that's what I'm going through. You know that I doctor's getting paid, right? Pain. For your uh for your for that prescription for you, right? Yeah. No, some medical yeah. company sold that to him and he now has to pitch that to you. So it, I am in awe of this doctor's bedside manner. Uh, like the, the complete lack of it is what I mean by that. Like the fact that you were like, it hurts really bad. And he's just like, well, what do you want to do? Like, like <laughs> we're, I'm just going to crank it up to the absolute maximum. Just get it done. If he, and when you come back again for a second time, it'll hurt less. Like, like that is no way to like give bedside it's manner a to a patient. Yeah. First. Yeah. On top of the it's lying, the on top of the lying, just to feel like, Hey doc, this really hurts. And he's like, Oh, okay. I'm really sorry. Like, let's see what we can do. That sort of thing. Now he's just like, you just, you have to do this now. What are you talking about? It's that's ridiculous. It was exactly, here's what it was. If I would have finished this and came back and been like, well, you know, it's the second treatment. It's not going to hurt as much. And then he does the first one. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm back at it. That would have been the fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Like <laughs> shame on you for fooling me and lying to me and telling you it didn't hurt. So I'm the winner here. Like, if I would have went back, I'd have been like, well, what did I expect? This guy is clearly using the same heat, the same levels, and I'm just the idiot that was like, well, I guess it's not going to hurt anymore. Just spun bob. Like, what? Like, oh. So, yeah. So now I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm planning on probably doing the surgery or just living with them. I don't care. They don't bother me. So, I'm at, but I am in so much pain. I was putting. So when you said six o'clock, I got home at like five thirty, and I've just had my feet in a ice bucket because <laughs> they hurt so much. Jeez. So, wow, yeah, what that, an ordeal! That's, that's my day. Uh, to cap my last week, um, I told you guys that I played uh, six rounds of golf in seven days. I played really well. I hit one of the best shots I ever had in my life uh, on Sunday. I was two seventy four out. I hit uh, my new three hybrid. And I stuck it to about 15 feet, missed the pub and made birdie. Um, sad news is my driver broke. I don't know how it broke. Um, Hitting the ball too hard, obviously. That's the only way that happens, right? I, I guess. It, it is old. It's almost uh, it's almost eight years old. But, you know, it's... What's an eight-year-old? Like a second grader? Is that a second grader? Yeah, second or third. Something like that. Oh, yeah. But it just uh, it makes this weird noise now when you hit it and it... Like you could shake it like a maraca, like Johnny could be using these wherever he's at. And uh, yeah, so that said, so now I'm going to look for a new driver. Didn't know that drivers cost $600 these days, so that's nuts. So trying to figure out like a last year's model or maybe even get a used one, but Unreal playing golf. Foot doctor ruined my week, though, and it's only Tuesday. Uh, how was your guys' week? <laughs> Go ahead, Beer. Uh, so, I mean, my week was fine last week until about Friday, and then I got sick. I was like, I woke up, actually, I was like, fell asleep on the couch Thursday night going into Friday, and like, I woke up at like 1130 at night, and I was like, so cold. Like, I had this full body chills, and I was like, this is bad. I'm like, I need to go to bed right now, and I got in bed, and I got under all the blankets, and I laid there, and I, I was so cold i was like shivering under all these blankets like jenny woke up and was like are you okay and i was like i'm just really cold right now and then fast forward to to friday wake up and i'm like 
I feel sick. I'm like, oh God, I think I have a fever. I'm like, this is not good. I'm like, I message my boss. I take a half day. Um, and then I'm like, let's hope it's nothing bad. Goes into Saturday. I'm worse. I'm like, oh God, I can barely like, I had everything from chills to headache, body aches, my legs, my calves just hurt so bad. I constantly stretching them. Um, I have a cough and then yeah, there's so many other things and there's like shortness of breath. So I was like thinking, Oh my God, I think I have COVID. Like that was like the first like real scare. I was like, okay. And I remember like going into Saturday, like that day, like in the morning, I woke up at like 4am and I, I was like so sick. I couldn't sleep. And I was like, Jenny actually had to go to army training in Wisconsin. So she wasn't even here to take care of me as a nurse. And mm. I was alone with Francis, my dog. And, uh, I was like dying and I didn't know what to do. And, uh, I like set an appointment and then get this right. So I set an appointment for, um, for Sunday because that was the closest appointment I could get at Walgreens to do a test. I'm like, I have to get a test. I was planning on going home the next weekend. Like this can't be happening. And then, so I went and took the test on Sunday at Walgreens and I'm like, all right, cool. So I did like my own test. I stuck the thing up a nose and it was fine and went home and I was thinking like, all right, he says 72 hours. I bet it's going to be faster than that. So like full day, Saturday, full day, Sunday, and then full day. We, we go through yesterday and I'm like, all right, well, like we haven't gotten a reply. They haven't even said that they got it yet on their, uh, on that website portal that they have got my test yet. I'm like, unbelievable. So I went and got a rapid test today and then I already got it back. It said positive. So I'm still waiting on my first test that I, I got in Positive Sunday. or it said negative? Oh, it said negative. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. So I thought. Did I say positive? Yeah. Said negative. <laughs> negative. I'm not positive. Um, you don't have it. Yeah. So I do not have it. Uh, but yeah, no, I, uh, but uh, yeah, it's just like now I'm waiting on this other, this other test to just kind of confirm it. Um, so, but I, you know, feel all right now. Like I don't have a fever anymore. Like today I'm finally getting better. Like I actually just think I might have the flu. So, um, kind of a shitty weekend. I drank a lot of smoothies. That was cool. Smoothies are great <laughs> all the time. Like people need to drink smoothies more. That's a like, good idea for when you're sick though, drinking a smoothie. Cause then you can get some, uh, some fruits and vegetables in an easy to digest form. I like get really tired of soup really fast whenever I'm uh, sick. So that's a good alternative. Exactly. It was, it was sweet. Like I ordered smoothies from this place and I got like four smoothies and that was it. And I just had smoothies in my fridge for it. So I didn't have to even make them because I was like so bedridden and uh, <laughs> it was perfect. I was honestly like, I was able to survive and then now I'm feeling a lot better. I was like yesterday, I was like, I don't even know if I could do the podcast if I'm feeling like this, but now I'm today. I'm like, all right, I'm drinking water. I feel good. So, um, hopefully we'll, tomorrow will be even better. Do you guys have like a go-to meal when you're sick? Um, I mean, in general soup, just some sort of soup. I've, I've always got some sort of soup in my cabinet. So just heating that up real quick is pretty much my only go-to. I think, I don't know. I'm a big, like I get Chinese food for some reason. And it's always cause it, mainly when I have a cold, like a flu, I don't, the flu is where I get like my stomach stuff. Like I don't want to eat, but a cold, I could still eat. And I, I have like tricked myself. I think my mom told me this when I was a kid. That if you eat like spicy Chinese food, it helps you like breathe and heal faster. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's not real. I don't think so, at least. And uh, it's just like, I think I've Pavlog's dog myself 
that like I'm like hachoo and I'm like Mongolian beef could be good right now. Like it's weird. <laughs> so that that's like been my go-to thing since Genius. I was a kid. That's great. And like spicy food can kind of, you know, open your kind of airways a little bit, right? I feel like Yeah, definitely can. So maybe there is some truth to it. Nothing is better than a hot, steamy shower when you're sick and oh you could God. finally start breathing again. And you're like, and then you're just like smelling everything around. You're like, oh my God, is this how my body wash smells? I'm going to smell fantastic. Like, I, <laughs> I love that stuff. When you just, and then you step out, you change, and then you're just back and uh, just, you're sick. You're like, oh, no, I'm not good. Nick, how was your week? Uh, it was good. Beer, I got to say, you might be one of like, a hundred people this year that's actually gotten the legitimate flu and not COVID. Cause like everybody's gotten COVID or like not gotten sick. Like I feel like most people like you might feel tired or something like that, but like sicknesses just haven't been a thing this last year. Cause nobody's been around each other. So you're in probably elite company by having the flu. I'm like, yeah, there's, I was like, there's, I was 99%. I was like, there's no way I'm not, I don't have COVID. So when I got the test negative, I was like, hell yeah. And I was like, wait, what a, <laughs> what do I have? I'm like, what is this? Where did I get this? So it was like, it was just kind of funny sitting here today and changing that perspective. Yeah. You think that because people haven't been going out and a lot of people haven't been sick, do you think like our immune systems have gone down and like, it's easier to get sick if you go out? I mean, it's been a year. Well, I'm just saying like, I feel like, uh, I feel like 90% of the times I've ever gotten sick while living in the city is strictly due to being on the L or in the office. I don't think it's like bars or anything. I feel like the L is just a Petri dish. Same with the office, like touching your keyboard and stuff. But I was thinking like, would it be easier to get the flu now? Like even, or just like a bug. It's just like one person got it. And then like, was in like the line at Starbucks. And you're just like, Oh God, I don't know. I was thinking about that. Is our immune systems down? It's probably Hmm. not how they work, but. Well, I feel like, you know, you get vaccinated for things as a kid and then they last like your entire life a lot of times or like tetanus. You get one like every 10 years. I feel like you would need a big gap in like not seeing anybody in order for your immune system to really go down. But I'm not a scientist. That's so I have no idea. Um, But speaking of immunities and of vaccines. So I got the vaccine last Wednesday and on Thursday I felt pretty good. Um, I just started to get really tired in the afternoon. And then on Friday I woke up and feeling fine. But then by like noon, I was just like dead tired, was really achy. I didn't have a fever or anything like that, but did not feel like moving for basically the entire day. So I spent a lot of time just like sleeping this weekend. And then the fact that it was rainy on Saturday, uh, I just watched a bunch of movies. I watched Godzilla versus Kong, which I highly recommend that available on hbo um through the end of the month very entertaining uh lots of large monster battles which is exactly what you want out of something from uh like like that so highly recommend who are that. You, without spoiling the ending who are you team are you team kong team godzilla i i was rooting for godzilla and i was watching oh, with my girlfriend yeah. she was rooting for kong so you know we we we, we we picked sides a little bit and um yeah, I don't want to give any spoilers away, so um, I'll just say just watch it. Um, and then, yeah, on Sunday, uh, went out for some brunch, which was nice, and just kind of hung out. It was just a lot of sleeping this weekend because I was feeling tired from the vaccine, and uh, I'm going to a wedding this weekend in South Carolina, so I wanted to make sure I was all rested up for that. So, Which uh, vaccine did you get? 
uh, Johnson and Johnson, which they just announced today, oh, uh, yeah. might have yeah, blood, so blood clots, but it's like six people out of seven million or something like that. Yeah. So it's like it, it, they're just being super cautious, which I appreciate, but it's likely nothing. So you got to get ahead of it, though, because if more people keep coming out, like you can't in this day and age of cancel culture and everything, you got to like you got to jump it. Yeah, for I sure. I want them to make a YouTube apology video. <laughs> <laughs> We're well, sorry. It was, um, I was reading stuff about it today, like people commenting on Reddit and stuff like that, which obviously are just like crazy people a lot of the times. Uh, but they were saying like, oh, now like anti-vaxxers are really going to like really they're going to use this to be like, see, you shouldn't get it. And I was like, if anything, like the fact that they came out and they're saying like, hey, we're stopping this until we can like more clearly identify like what's happening for, and like probably for like the next two weeks or so is like that gives me even more confidence. Like you would think if like people didn't, it, they would just give it to people. I don't know. That's just my thought. It's, it's science, you know, it's science when you, you test it and you could keep testing it. It's not like, yeah, you know, it isn't set in stone. So they're continuing to test it to ensure it's good. And, you know, I heard the same thing too. You know, it's like six, six people out of 65 million or, or something like 6.5 million people. And then like, it was, it's all women. And then like, it, they think it might be complications with birth control, but obviously we don't know yet. So they just don't know. Um, but no, like I saw that too. And I was like, Oh, and I saw the people's comments that said like, I just got that yesterday. Like, I feel very weird right now. <laughs> so, uh, <okay>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my thing is I, I'm golfing on Saturday and I'm getting my second vaccine shot on, or no, I'm golfing on Sunday. Sorry. I'm getting my shot on Saturday. And I was like, I really hope I don't have symptoms on the golf course, but you know, can't, can't miss a week. Definitely not. Um, Oh, quick, funny story before we go into sports talk. So I played Saturday and Sunday. So I played 36 holes in the rain, which was not the best, but I had, uh, I had a rain jacket, rain pants, waterproof shoes and waterproof hat. (laughs) <laughs> water didn't stand a chance i was just wicking everything away um but on sunday so they make waterproof shoes that's a thing joan out there in scuba gear <laughs> full scuba outfit uh, you you've seen them it's my golf shoes the white ones that yeah, i yeah those are just waterproof they're, yeah they're just waterproof oh wow <laughs> yeah um that's funny and uh on saturday so you you know that i you guys know that i don't have a car so um I didn't know what a time of tea time was, but my buddy was like, Hey, can you be in Wicker at 8 15? I was like, Yeah, no problem. So I get to my buddy's house at 8 15 in Wicker. I'm, of course, there probably 10 minutes early. And we get in the car and he plugs in the, uh, the whatever the, the address. And he's just like, Huh. Says we're going to be at the course at 9 05. I was like, Is that bad? He's like, Uh, our tea time's not till 1040. So we got to the course <laughs> an hour and 40 minutes early. They didn't have a driving range. It was in Zion, Illinois. I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> so luckily they had a deck of cards there. So we just like played cards and had beers really early and ate breakfast there. But it was, uh, it was kind of funny. Just sitting at a golf course and just being like, because <laughs> I, I told Kayla, I was like, I think our tea time is probably around like nine thirty. I was like, if I got to be there at eight fifteen, yeah, it's just no. She texted me at nine thirty. She was like, "Have a good round." I was like, "Still got an hour and ten minutes." So yeah, thank you. Gosh, 
Um, I'd be so uh, pissed. That's that's eating into your sleeping time and everything, man. That's what we should tell Johnny next time we golf with him is like our tea times at nine and then he'll be there by 10 for a 10 o'clock tea time. 1030 maybe. Yeah. He still had the greatest line of that whole day when we put him on speakerphone and he's like, I'm going to be 20 minutes late. What do we do about it? (laughs) And we're like, me me and Nick are here. Like we're at the court. This is a you thing. Yeah. You got to get here. Like, I don't know what to do. What do you, what do you do about it? Yeah. What do we do? What are we going to do about it? Like drive as fast as you can. Your club. Yeah. Yeah, Like, I don't know. (laughs) Um, all right, let's get into a little sports talk. So I want to pass it over to the stat man himself. Uh, beer. So tell, could you read those stats that you sent us today? Yeah. So I saw it on Twitter. It was really, really funny. Like I, I saw it and I was like, no, that's, that's bad. And I know the Cubs fans are all pissed right now. Like yesterday's game, like I saw people tweeting some pretty dark stuff about the team. So I do apologize. But um, so for 10 games, 10 games so far, Cubs have set a record for the least hits in a 10 game stretch since 1901. It's basically when they started keeping track of it all. Um, Todd. Not just to start the year 10 games, but any 10 game stretch, they have 49 hits. So far in 10 games, and they beat out the 68 Orioles with a record who had a record of 51. So good job, champions again. Yeah, um, setting records. This so, is a record setting team. Don't forget that. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, love that spin zone. <laughs> yeah. And then the White Sox, also another one. I can make fun of myself. White Sox have straighted 74 batters on base so far this year. So we can get on base and then, like, we get out. Like, yesterday we had bases loaded, literally. Base loaded, no outs, nothing. It was awesome. Love it. Fantastic. After you texted me that today, I was talk- I told it to a couple of people, and we were talking about it. They're like, yeah, that really sucks. And I was like, you know what? I'm not that mad about it. And I was like, if this was the Bears doing something bad, I'd be pissed. And it's because the Cubs have won recently. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I can always look back to only like five years ago and be like, hey, remember that time we won the World Series? Wow, that was really cool. The Bears, it's like, hey, you remember when they won the Super Bowl when we weren't even close to being born? Like, it, it doesn't have the ring to it. So that's why, like, any anytime anyone asks me, like, well, why aren't you, like, mad that mad about, the like, the Bulls or the Cubs? And I'm like, because they've done good things in my life, which is the Bears, besides that one Super Bowl, haven't done anything. Yeah, which they didn't even win. It it's yeah. it's really amazing to me. Like that stat is so crazy to me when you just look at who the Cubs hitters are. So that, that's not even taken into account fielding, pitching, anything like that, which like there's been plenty of comments about how bad their pitching is, especially their starting pitching. But like when you've got guys, you've got Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, Javi Baez, Wilson Contreras, Jason Hayward, Ian Happ. And Jock Peterson, between the six, seven of those guys, like, they, I don't care. Like, it doesn't make sense to me that they can't hit the ball. And when they are hitting the ball, they're hitting home runs. The two games I went to was like all home runs. They only had yeah. two or three hits, but it was all the long ball. So I don't know if it's like, to me, it just doesn't make sense how all those guys who we know had, are good hitters, can be good hitters, have been good hitters in the past just suck 
and just can't hit. And they're all collectively doing it at the same time. And they did it at the same time last season, too. Like, yeah, it, it's that's and, incredible to me. And if any of those hitters have a good day, it'll be like one. Yeah, like, it's never like two or three get hot. It's always like uh, I'm trying to think of the last two games or the the second game against the Pirates. Like Chris Bryant just went off. But then everyone else just struggled, and you're just like, how is this happening? But that's why we're losing so much of our fucking money, which I guess it's we all cashed out up, but our balance. It's because I keep betting on the Cubs and the White Sox and all the, <laughs> all the Chicago teams thinking like, well, do, do you want to know something nuts? We bet uh, 300 bucks on the Bulls. The Bulls plus six and a half, okay? Plus six and a half. At halftime, they were up by 13. Okay? Good. So they're up 19 and a half. Ending the fourth quarter, they're up six. Or ending the third quarter, they're up six. With four minutes left in the game, okay? They're up eight points. They lost by eight. How does that happen? How do you, like... Dude, the cash out on the app, like, you know how you can cash out bets early? Was, like, $520. And I was like, no way they're not going to cover this. They're up by fucking 16 points with four minutes to go. They didn't score a point in four minutes and 28 seconds. And the Hawks went six for eight from three. Jeez. Like, what in the world did I just watch? And I just sat there and I was like, how did we lose that? Like even the app was like, dude, you could just take all the money. Now. <laughs> you're fine with it. So yeah, I don't know, but it's, here's the thing. It's like, because they keep losing, I'm like, they're bound to win. Yeah. You got to keep betting on them. It's going to turn yeah. around at some point. It's good. I mean, at least the Blackhawks are doing good. Um, that is the funniest thing. The team with everyone was like, hey, guys, it's going to be a rough year. Just, you know, weather the storm and we'll be back next year. And now they're doing good. And it's like, what happened to other Chicago sports? I have a thing. I have a little thought. Okay, Follow me. They're the only team that doesn't watch football because they don't watch the Bears. So they don't get that losing mentality in there. <laughs> Hockey players don't love football. It all comes back um, to the Bears. Yeah, um, that's mine. Any uh, any Bears talk there? Beer? Sorry. Um, yeah. They're still talking about trading Anthony Miller. Um, like, I haven't seen, like, for what. But, uh, yeah, and then, you know, with everybody trading up now, like, it's still, like, a question about what we're going to do. I think I've, I've, like, gone through all the scenarios where we trade up, but now I'm, like, looking, like, all right, what if, what if Pays doesn't? Like, what if he doesn't, like, all the best quarterbacks go, like, top five? What if they all go and there's no way Pays can get there and, like, get anybody good? Um, he stays at, like, 20, and then takes like the best tackle that we can get like late in the draft. His name's Tevin Jenkins. He's awesome. The dude's a beast and he'll be like our right tackle for 10 years. And so like, I'd love to, I know it's not flashy. I know it's not exciting, but like we just cut Bobby Massey and we have Jermaine Effetti kind of, but like he should be playing guard. Like, it's just like, what, what is happening with this old line? So um, I think we should, really invest like a high draft pick in an offensive lineman at this point. Like we haven't done that since like Gabe Creamy or Chris Williams back then. Those were complete busts. So I like it. Uh, yeah. Build the line. Peek, you should peek over at bears. Reddit. Uh, they have a new thing going on 
that it's uh it's uh what are they doing they have like an ongoing thing right now where it's just it's talking about what the bears might do but have no chance of actually doing it they'll be like what should the bears do and then they'll like fade themselves so they'll be like we should probably trade up in the draft and get a quarterback and so i saw one where it's like We'll trade our 20th pick for like 32nd pick and like two second rounders. And it's just like a funny thing where it's like, wow, like that's so stupid. And then you'll see like, oh, they're going to trade these four people with one person. You'd be like, that'll never happen. And then like, I'm getting really nervous that, that someone on there is going to be right. And then I'm going to be like, but, but we were joking. Yeah. Like ever, dude, we were all laughing in the comments. It's for sure. We're all happen. giving up votes. We were all going bear down. And but that like I have that fear now where I'm like, oh, there what's I don't know. Like I, I don't know what's going on. It worries it's, me a little bit. It's kind of like in like 2015 when Trump first started campaigning and everybody's like, dude, wouldn't that be hilarious if he won? And then like the night of you're like, wow, he actually did win. Like, this is it. This is legit now. Ryan Pace is the Donald Trump of the bears organization without all the negative, without a lot of the negativity is, though. That is actually super accurate. Do you remember when you first heard that he was going to run? Everyone joked like, well, you know, he's going to win. He's Donald Trump. He's going to win. And everyone's like, ha ha ha. Like, that's funny. And then he won. Yeah. And everyone was like, huh, he won. It actually happened. Yeah. It's happening. And that's kind of what happens with the bears. You're like, Hey, we're going to get the Sean Watson. Like, and then it's like we do a uh, Andy Dalton. Everyone's like, oh, I thought that was more of a joke. <laughs> yep. We could have got him cheaper last year. Like I would, I don't know. Maybe I feel like at this point they're like in Pace's office. They're throwing darts at a wall, and it just like hits a player's face, and they're like, "Yeah, let's go overpay. <laughs> let's go overpay. Let's go over." The 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 more and more I think about it, though, I think I, beer beer is absolutely right that that uh a tackle and rebuilding the O-line is a good move. And the more and more I think that that might be what they're doing because we've got two really old quarterbacks as our quarterbacks. We don't have very many high draft picks. So it's kind of like we'll collect some of those, start building an O-line, and then hopefully draft a quarterback or get a young guy in the next few years. I Yeah, I can see that happening. Franchise tags. We don't take a QB this draft. Like the fans will like Stormhouse Hall and like, Foster a coup or something. It's not going to be good. <laughs> it's like the insurrection. Okay, now you know we're going to imitate what happened in real life. There, there will be there will be a bunch of people gathered outside trying to stop the steal outside of Alice Hall. <laughs> Dude, is it kind of crazy though that this is Nagy's fourth year, right? Mm. Wait, Nagy, yeah, right, yeah, yep. yeah. It's his fourth year. Yep. He has taken us to the playoffs twice, and one year he went twelve and four. And I want the guy gone. It's weird to me. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Like, no. Like he. He's done enough to keep a job, but there's. I'm. I'm like, you know, I'm sniffing around. I'm like, this ain't good though. But like last year, last year's playoff, we backed into the playoffs. We we didn't win in order to get in. No. We just got lucky that other teams lost. We went eight and eight, and we got embarrassed basically in our playoff game. Like. Playoff, it, it's playoffs. The playoffs had to be extended. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It was only in the extended version, so it's like, yes, we went, but 
if you actually think about it and look at it. We didn't deserve to be there. We really shouldn't have been there. And he shouldn't really get much credit for that. And you, they talk about the, like the win streak at the end of the season too. I'm like, those are bad teams. Like we should not <laughs> yeah. be proud. Like great. We beat the Texans. We beat the shit. I'm like, they're really bad. Like, I don't know if you get that. So it was just like, people are like, Oh, Mitch versus Deshaun. And like, we literally beat the shit out of the Texans. <laughs> I remember we won like something like 35 to seven. It was like ridiculous. Yeah. It was like not even close. All yeah, game. Deshaun had some shit on his mind. Yeah, yeah, probably didn't go to enough masseuses that week. <laughs> but still, like, like he just, I don't know. Um, should be joking about that, by the way. Apologize. But uh, still, like, it's just ridiculous. Like, he, Pace always goes back, and he just will, like, bring up these random little positives for, like, reasons to be, like, optimistic. And it just is like, dude, like, we can all see through it. Like, all can. Like, all the media do. And, like, the media don't give a shit anymore. Every time they're, at, they're, they're up there for questions, the media just dive right in, like, on him. And, like, do not let him go. Basically, like, like they're now, like, they have targets on their back. And I'm really curious to see what happens this year. Um, I don't know. I have a weird feeling, like, they got resigned for, like, a couple years. And, like, they're going through, like, a rebuild, too, or something. Or, like, just trying to, like, true. Like, if they're looking at, it like, a two, two-year two thing, then I could see us, like, taking a QB next year. But, like, they got to be, be way more transparent than they're being right now for us to be, like, on board with that. The best thing they do, though, is they're so vague that makes me it, – it gives us the ability to do what we do on this podcast. If they don't really answer anything, and then we come on here and we try to spin it where we're like, because they got something big planned. No, they don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, they don't. I mean, it's been so many years. Can I, I'll compare this to – so uh, for background, I started watching – there's a QAnon documentary on HBO. I started watching that oh, this weekend. Oh, Monkey? Uh, Monkey and Porn King? Yeah, the, the, yeah, those are the guys who probably yeah. started QAnon. Uh, that's that's their names. But anyways, it's just like the Q drops. So when Q, this anonymous person, quote unquote, posts onto, you know, the the online interwebs, you just throw out very, very vague terms. And because people are so engrossed with it, they start deriving all this meaning from it. So it's like Pace says, like, yeah, we're we're exploring options. And then everybody's like exploring options. That means we're gonna. Dra- that means we're gonna trade up. That means we're gonna draft a quarterback. And he's like, "Yeah, you know, sometimes you gotta like trust the process, and um, you know, just uh, see what happens. Trust the process. The process means the draft. We're gonna trade up in the draft, and you just get all these fucking crazy uh, derivations from very, very simple, uh, vague language. That is exactly what happened. That is you time and time again. You hit the nail too good. That's exactly what happened. Also, watch or the QAnon documentary. It's really entertaining and interesting. It's hundred percent what happens to me. So, yeah. <laughs> Where, where's the QAnon one? Uh, it's on HBO. It's called Q Into the Storm. Yeah, my brother just said that they just started calling their friend the nickname Code Monkey or whatever because of it. They said that the other guy's name is Porn King. And I was like, <laughs> how could you ever take anything seriously? Yeah, but, whatever. Um. All right, let's head over to timeout. So timeout. Where? On the podcast. Oh. So this first one is kind of odd for me. I'm not a big soda drinker. I don't really like pop. But this has my attention. At the new Epcot Center, when they reopen, which they are reopening, 
at Disney, uh, they're doing a new thing called sodas from the world or from around the world. And so they're doing just like a bunch of like Coca-Cola products that are specific for different countries. And they're doing them so you could do like a taste testing, like a wine pairing, stuff like that. I think that would be really cool. It's it is pretty cool. Um, like I remember going to Germany as a kid, like a bunch of different times, and like I loved the Coca Cola in Germany. Like it mm-hmm. very much hits different, and like I just remember being like so excited to go and then get it and like smuggle it in like my suitcase and bring it home. It was, <laughs> that was exciting. And then when I got older, it turned to Jägermeister. So <laughs> the well, Jägermeister hits like, if you different. If you ever go to Mexico, they put the real sugar in. And it's just so much better. You can get but Mexican Coke. Yeah. I get it all the time well, at the store here. Yeah. And the yeah. glass bottles and everything. It's really nice. But then you look and you see it's like 50 grams of sugar. And you're like, eh. Yeah. Not, not great for you. I didn't realize that they were yeah. uh, redoing Epcot, though. Like, what uh, do we know what changes they're making besides the uh, the soft so drink thing? A bunch of, like, everything around, like, from the world. So they're going to do some food. They're going to do some beverages. Um, and then they're going to do, they had two things that they said that were like secrets, but, uh, I think that they just are trying to use that for people to go to Epcot. Oh, okay. Um, that's, I mean, that, is a, that sounds like what they already did though, right? Like, isn't the whole point of it to have like all the foods from everywhere and you can go to the different places and get different drinks and everything. <laughs> yeah. I think the whole thing is they're just like upgrading it, switching or up where they take it from. Oh, okay. I guess I'm not 100% sure. I just saw that they're bringing back something that they had like 20 years ago, which was the pops from around the world. And I was like, that sounds really cool to me. Yeah, that um, is. Epcot Center also just looks dope. Uh, I haven't been to Disney in a long time, but I was a I was more of a Universal guy. I've never been to Universal. To never what? Been. Dude, they had the Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon Studios, and then they had the, all the movie rhymes. That was pretty cool. I, I've wanted to go to Harry Potter World for many years, which I think is at Universal. I haven't gone to that, but I got to talk to Johnny cool. about that. He he got to pick his own wand and everything. I'll let, I'll let I'm sorry. All right, the wand chose him. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, you, we gotta we gotta have Secret Dragon break that down once he's back to the motherland. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I feel probably, like he might have got sort. They put the sorting hat on him, and even the sorting hats are like, your mind is... <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. Scary. I don't even know what the hell to do with you. That's great. Yeah. Um, I feel like yeah, he so brought it up one, one time, uh, and we kind of talked about it, but I, I would love to hear him just go on like a big rant about um, how awesome Harry Potter World is. Well, now they're doing Avengers at Disney. They're doing the Avengers Marvel I don't know if you, they call it worlds there, but whatever. It's like it's a part of the park. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you call it. Yeah. Um, and then they're also doing... Uh, they have Star Wars now, too. Star Wars. Star Wars Land. Which would be cool. Like, I, I'm i not, like, a big Star Wars fan. I enjoy the movies. I'm not, like, huge into them, but I always thought they were interesting. Like, I would totally do that. The Hogwarts one, though, just sounds cool. Yeah. Like, I know I just saw the movies for the first time, but, like, I would have gone before. Um, the next one I got, though, I am super excited for this. I don't know if you guys have ever saw the old school Mortal Kombat movies or oh, yeah. played the video games. 
Um, but they're making a new one, and that's going to be like a Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh, it's going to come out in theaters, but also HBO Max for a month. And it's just called Mortal Kombat. They have a super good director, and this director, uh, in his preparation, he played all the games, which I don't know like how much he played all the games, but he's putting in pretty much like every fan favorite character of all time. Like Luke Kang's coming back. Uh, they got Baraka. They got Jax. They got Sonya. They got Sub Zero. They got Scorpion. Scorpion is they show how Scorpion became like, uh, like the Scorpion we know today, where like the undead Scorpion. Mm-hmm. So I'm really interested to see in that because they kind of went into that in like the video game, but I wonder. I want to see it on the big screen. Um, so that was really cool. The seems, trailers looks awesome. Seems like a lot um, to to pack into a movie, but I'm sure they figured out a, an interesting way to do it. Those. The, the first movie that came out, I remember watching that as a kid, and I don't think it was a good movie necessarily, but I remember it being super entertaining. Yeah, the funniest part is when Goro comes out, you can just tell that it's the most fake thing in the world, but it's awesome. Yeah. And then all he does is he gets punched in the balls by, uh, by J- Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage, yeah. Great scene. Yeah. Yeah, that one's awesome. But I'm really excited about that movie. I think it's going to be really good. Um, Liu Kang is not the main character this time around, which is going to be a little strange. They are doing a completely new character uh, that is going to like fill the story. So that comes out on the 23rd, by the way. Oh, so that's something we should very watch. Soon. Um, we could talk about it. Have you guys played those games? Did you play them growing up or anything? Yeah. Or do you play them? I, I guess I don't know. I used to play Mortal Kombat. I feel like a lot of us, Growing up, played Mortal Kombat until my mom figured out it was rated M. Then I couldn't play it anymore <laughs> until I was 13. Um, but no, it, it was fun. I wasn't a huge fighting game person. Like, I would only play Smash, but I lo- I liked Mortal Kombat a lot. I, was that the one with the kangaroo as a playable character, or no? Was that a different game? I remember there was another one. I think it was a fighting game. I don't with remember a kangaroo. The kangaroo. might have been like, uh, that, like, was Capcom versus whatever, but I just remember there was a kangaroo in one oh, fighting that, game. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was Capcom. Uh, something Marvel, else Marvel versus, versus Capcom versus, or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 So I just, I just remember that or a street fighter or something like that. So, yeah. um, but no, like Mortal Kombat was the original and I just remember it was so gory to the point where like, like they were talking about it in Congress, like how dark it was like, and like that shit it said on it. And like, so, um, <laughs> that was like one of the first games where it was like, Oh my God, video games are making our children like, evil people so um <laughs> yeah it's gonna be cool to see what he does hopefully like it's better than the first one like i remember seeing the first one because you had to see the first one you know you had to Mortal did Kombat, you see the you second one it. annihilation I didn't, I didn't see the second one not after annihilation one. <laughs> was just it just uh i think the best way to put it is they just added every character but mm. no story so it's just <laughs> like look over here there's Jax. look over here there's scorpion look over here there's gora Look at over here. There's someone else. Then you just be like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then like it ended. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, they don't really yeah. explain. I just remember, yeah, they're like, they wanted to introduce Jax. And it's just like uh, Sonya, like going into some basement lab 
to like wake up Jax. Oh, yeah, I was like, Jax, yeah, sure. we gotta wake up. And I was like, wait, who is this dude <laughs> with like these giant mechanical arms? <laughs> like, like, just comes out of nowhere. And you gotta then, help uh, us fight this guy. Like, the, what? Uh, uh, okay, sure. Uh, the yellow version of Smoke comes out to fight him. And it's just like, how did you guys find him? Like, he's in the, it was literally like in the middle of a desert, like a little like facility. And it's just somehow everyone knew about it. It was hilarious. Yeah. Um, Luke Kang turns into a dragon at the end. Oh, yeah. Uh, Spoilers. Rough CGI. Rough CGI. It was like mid-90s. So. Yeah, not the best. Um, my favorite one is they're bringing the guy with the, uh, he's basically odd job, but he's got like the hat that's like a throwing knife. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? That, yeah. that guy's in the movie, and ooh, I'm pumped about that. And then all they do is they show the Sub-Zero versus uh, Scorpion fight, and I was like, oh, that's, that's going to be good. Nice. A little fire and ice. Um, the last one I had... No. No, that was the last one I had. All right, let's go over to the rank. So the rank is going to be, because it is baseball season, I would say the height of baseball season right now, I came up with four scenarios and I wanted you to rank them from best or worst to best, best to worst. Wow. Um, so the, the options are this walk off grand slam. Oof. Stealing home to win the game. Robbing a home run. Oof. Pitching a no hitter. Ooh. And we're like, Ooh. we're like in the stands for the game. Yeah. So it's like, what what would you want to watch? So you want to go? I could go. I I kind of, I think I know. So it's number four is the saving a home run. So like I've seen it. It's it's incredible, but it's like one moment, right? And a lot of these are one moments, um, (laughs) which you might know where I'm going with this. Um, So number three, uh, let's do, I walk off grand slam. (laughs) I'd say number three, because, you know, that's, you know, walk-offs, home runs, they happen, right? They happen. And, I mean, that's not its really rare, especially like a Grand Slam, super rare. But stealing home to win a game, a walk-off steal home, like, like just to, like, end the game, that, that is something that's so rare that I think it would, like, you would be able to tell your kids and your grandkids, like, I saw, you know, someone steal home in a game and, like, nobody else has seen it anything like that. And then number one, no hitter. Uh, I'm just like, that would be wild watching a whole game of this dude just dealing the whole time. And then like getting down to like seventh inning and then the eighth inning. And then like some, like a a tough batter comes up or like walks a guy and it like looks really bad. Like what he's going to do next. And then powers through it. Those are so much fun. Like I still think I stick back to Luke's Gilito. And then before him was Mark Burley that did it for us. Burley threw no hitter and then threw a perfect game. Like, Mm. This dude is like, it was, I go back and I watch those highlights a decent amount when I want to feel better about the White Sox. And it's just like those games like give you goosebumps when those happen. There's always some about a no hitter too. I love when like, it's like the eighth inning and it looks like if, if it was, if there wasn't a no, no happening, like maybe that ball would get through the infield. Maybe that ball would drop But you. When you see the fielders, like really fighting for it and like oh, we know what this guy's got on the line where they're just diving and doing the crazy moves like that i find that awesome yeah uh you want to go nick or me i'll go 
Um, number four, I agree with beer. Um, uh, robbing a home run definitely would be cool to see. There's, there's not a lot of parks where it's really possible. Like at Wrigley, it's basically impossible because you would have to uh, rob the basket, which is like you'd have to be a basketball player to jump up that high, basically. But like, I guess at like um, guaranteed rate, you could do it. I don't know. You could. It happened during Mark Burley's, uh, I think it was his perfect game. Oh, yeah. It wasn't Dwayne Dwayne Wise. Yeah, that's it. In the center field, the catch. It's still on the outfield. Like in that spot, just says the catch. The catch. Where he caught and saved, uh, saved his perfect game. Yeah. So in that case, it was pretty dope. Um, number three, I'm going to go, uh, stealing home to win the game. I feel like that would be exciting, but it's one of those, like, you might not be, you might look away and you'd miss it kind of a thing. Um, I think the only time that I've ever seen that happen was at the end of the Sandlot. I don't know if you guys remember that. It's like the flash forward at the end of the Sandlot and like Smalls is like the announcer and then Benny the Jet Rodriguez is uh, playing and he's and he he steals home to win the game. I think that's the only time that's ever happened. Uh, <laughs> number two, it's tough. Uh, I'm number two. I'm going to go no hitter. Um, that would be incredible to see. That'd be so awesome to see on either side. Um Definitely a piece of history, and for all the reasons you mentioned, beer. But I think number one has to be walk off grand slam because that's like the everybody is going fucking nuts moment. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, I think it was two years ago when David Bodie hit a walk off grand slam. Uh, and the Cubs were down three zero until the bottom of the ninth, and he had a walk off grand slam. I remember going nuts on that. Uh, Jason Hayward hit one, I think in 2017 or 2016, I remember going nuts on that too, like to be there for that moment and how electric the crowd would be and how fired up everybody would be. I don't think that you can really replace that sort of like energetic moment in, in sports. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, my number four is going to be stealing home. I feel like only because I've only seen it once in person and it was because of a wild pitch so that was kind of it wasn't a win the game though but that kind of like took it away like the wild pitch i was like so that doesn't really didn't count really steal home like you did i'm not taking away from him but like you know what i'm talking about like it's not it's like not the real if thing. you did like one of the ones where you're just stealing as he's pitching and the catcher just doesn't notice that would be insane um Number three, I'm going to go with uh, Robin a home run because that is something that would be like a big momentum thing in the crowd. I've never seen that, but like I feel like you, you're high-fiving people. You're freaking out. Number two, I'm going to go with no hitter. That would be amazing, but if it was against your team at the game, that would be brutal. It would just be brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the number one, I'm going to do a grand slam because – that would be nuts for the exact same reason Nick said. Like, you're just – everyone in the crowd is going nuts. No one's going to be, on the, like, staying still. Uh, also, the Grand Slam, you might as well, whatever you had going the next day, work, birthday, anything, got to cancel it because that night you're not, like, leaving <laughs> Wrigley and going home. Yeah. Like you're going to Cubby Bear, you're going to Old Crow, you're going somewhere on Clark. Shots. And you're, yeah, like that's what's going to happen. You're going to start buying for random people. They'll start buying for you. And you're not going to like just be able to go. Mm-hmm. Um, 
The the one thing that I did keep off the list though, I did keep off triple play. And I thought triple plays are cool, but I I thought that would be more of like an honorable mention. Yeah, yeah, that's a good honorable mention for sure. Mm-hmm. Tri- you, triple you, plays you, have to be buttery smooth though, so like that's why they're all beautiful. It's because like or like if it's a weird triple play where it's like in the outfield and like it's bouncing around, and then you catch a guy like in between bases. Like that was one triple play that happened. Like one where it's like you have a guy in first, you have a guy in second, guys up to bat, and then he hits a grounder to third, and then third baseman picks it up, steps, hits second, yeah. hits first. It's just buttery fast because it has to be fast. So it's just like those are those are nice. Like those are like these yeah. dudes playing the MLB. Like that's cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you guys got any other honorable mentions you want to bring up before we close it out? I mean, you already said no hitter. Perfect game would be the next level. I mean, that's yeah, that's got to be number one overall. So it's not even you can't even throw that in, in my opinion. So it's it's kind of funny what you guys are like. I you guys both wanted the walk off grand slam because like you guys have memories of a walk off grand slam. Like I don't remember a White Sox <laughs> player doing that. So like, but like for me, perfect game, two no hitters in my lifetime where I'm like, I fucking love no hitters. Like so, it's true. Maybe it's just we both experienced different things. So it's kind of cool to see. I mean, I'll never forget the no hitters that Jake Arrieta had in 2015, 2016 yeah. and the Carlos Zambrano throwing a no hitter at the Brewers, not against the Brewers though. It was like, they were playing a game against the Astros. I think like a makeup game and they played it at Milwaukee for some reason. Yeah. And he threw exactly a no, threw a no hitter there. Wild. And he was a crazy person that came like a couple of weeks after he, uh, Beat the shit out of the Gatorade. Oh yeah, hey, he was a crazy man. He was, he was fun though. <laughs> yeah, no, he was good. Um, I think those are all good. I I've been watching a lot of baseball this season, uh, mainly because we're betting on it. But but you know you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, all right, thank you guys very much. Uh, I, I got no clue if Johnny's coming back next week. I don't know if he's coming back the week after. I don't know if he's coming back ever. Um, but. Get your vaccine if you can. Do your part. Uh, I'm glad that you're feeling not the Ronas and feeling better, both of you guys. Um, Everyone be safe. Have a good week, and we'll see you next week.